episode 15, Express Yourself, is here now. I can't believe it. 15 episodes in. I appreciate everybody that has subscribed to this podcast. And as we are closer to the NFL playoffs, this is the last show before we get our playoff matchups. Um, And this is the last Tuesday show probably ever with this podcast. Now, if this podcast continues for the next fall, then okay, we will have it. But those announcements are made later because we still have to figure out a showtime for the internet radio. So that's what's going on because I do want to get to the internet radio by the time the next NFL season starts. We'll see how COVID does, see if we get back to normal with our sports and everything. But this episode is entitled Trust Who Do You? This is one of my favorite Prince songs of all time. And I said, why not use this for a title? It's basically on today's show, I will be talking about who do I trust heading into week 17 playoffs with all of this because we know about the NFC East, do, 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 boom, boom. So... I just want to have a little fun with this because a lot of people like these teams and I still don't trust them. I still do not. So I break that down in this show. Of course, the first, my first reaction to all of the NBA games, because I was here last Tuesday, the opening uh, day of NBA. Also, I have to go to what the Padres are doing right now in baseball And how do I feel about them? One of my favorite cities, one of the cities that I do want to visit before I die, San Diego. That's what I'm talking about. Of course, I'm going to start with the NFL because we're heading to week 17. So I want to just give a synopsis of what's going on from week 16, starting with the game last night. And and, and just who do I trust? Like the Bills and Patriots played last night. And... I mean, the Bills look great, you know, and people probably look at the stats and say, oh, my gosh, look at Josh Allen. I mean, granted, he looks amazing this year. He gets better and better every year. I don't know how much better you can get after this season, right? Well, unfortunately, I don't think they're going to make the Super Bowl, but they're doing things that hasn't been done since they went to the Super Bowl and lost, right? And, you know, with the Bills, they have to earn my trust. Last year in the playoffs, Josh Allen was doing idiotic things. Now, the good thing is they got a receiver in Stephon Diggs. And I tell you, I like this. This was one of the best pickups probably in the history of this game. Because if it wasn't for Stephon Diggs, we're looking at Josh Allen. Okay, he needs some weapons or Josh Allen just needs to get better and better. They probably don't win a division. If the Dolphins are going to play like this, then that would have been the case. You're going to see him on Sunday against Dolphins um, because everybody's going to play because they need uh, they, they want to have that very good position in the playoffs. Like they want to be at home and they're going to hope that the Chiefs lose um, the divisional round of the playoffs, which I probably don't see, but we don't know. But with the Bills. What I saw last night, they were in a lot of fourth down situations, and they went for it. Now, they better be lucky um, 
they better be very, very lucky that the Patriots isn't playing good. They're really lucky Stephon Gilmore wasn't playing. Well, as I call him, Happy Gilmore. They're really lucky he wasn't playing because if he was, this could have been a disaster of him going for it on fourth down. And by the way, this game did push. It was 38-9, 47 was over under. That's what I saw. I don't know if things changed since then. Yes, it was still at 47, so the game did push. Because I was looking at that like, wow, this is this is a, a high total. Uh, but either way, if you teased it, if you bought a half point, you did. You were the smart man last night. But anyway, back to the point. The Bills, I still can't trust them until Josh Allen can win me that playoff game. Um, right now, the projections are for them to go against the Browns. Somebody has to win a playoff game, either Baker Mayfield or um, Josh Allen. But then you look at it, uh, it, it's so crazy because it looks like the Colts will be out of the playoffs and they have to win, right? The Ravens are going to win. So now it's going to be up Dolphins, Bills. Bills already in the playoffs. Titans got to win. I think the Titans are playing the Texans. That's going to be real tough, right? The Colts got the Jags. Jags beat the Colts. I'm just all into that. I'm looking at the playoff thing right now, and I'm just looking like, wow. The Colts could possibly not make the playoffs. The Browns could possibly not make the playoffs. They have to beat Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh, I think, wants that number two seed if they care. They'll see how it's going. That's going to be a very interesting game, too. But anywho, this is, ooh, this playoff race is beyond me. Like, could Cincinnati win? Is Baltimore? No. Ah, uh, yeah, no. Baltimore needs this. They're playing hot. Hotter than anybody. But anyway, let's get, let's get back to teams I trust, teams I don't trust. Packers-Titans, they, they played Sunday night. Now, a lot of people are saying, well, Green Bay, if they get home uh, home field throughout the NFC, then they'd be good. You know, I can't really say that. You know, they were second last year. They didn't look good um, against San Fran. I mean, they look good in the regular season, but it's something about Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers doesn't look good in the playoffs except for the one year when they went to the Super Bowl and they won it. We always pick Green Bay. We always do this. I just don't know. Like, they look good in the regular season. Can they do it in the playoffs? Because right now, I'm not too I'm not too pressed on their run game. Even though Aaron Jones is great, I'm not pressed on the the the, the play uh, the passing offense. I know Devontae Adams doing this thing, but it's like who else? It's like, thank God for Devontae Adams. Uh, but this game against the Bears is important to me. The Bears hold that final playoff spot. They're going to play for it. And pretty much Arizona needs to win too. People are saying, well, it's pretty much Rams, Cardinals. One of those teams will automatically be in the playoffs, right? So all the Bears have to do is win. Bears win, they're in. And that's why that's a huge game. The spread is five and a half. That tells you something. That tells you that Bears will at least make this competitive. They can possibly win this game. Um, as far as Green Bay, they can lose the number one seed if they lose. And that's just if the Saints win and 
The Seahawks has to win. Like, the Saints got the Panthers. That's going to be a tough game. Panthers always play hard. Uh, Teddy Teddy Bridgewater, career year in touchdowns. You know, it's not a lot, but it's a career year. And they got Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. Uh, like I said, this defense has made a turnaround, it, it, and they have. Ever since they made those moves, they made a turnaround. Could the Seahawks be a team you trust? That's one of the teams I'm really scared of, and a lot of people are like, well, you know, I don't know why Russell Wilson did to do to do. When he has this type of defense and he's putting up numbers like he's putting up, that's always a good thing. You know, this could be one of those games. This could be one of those games he has about five touchdowns, and then people are back on the on the bandwagon of him winning MVP because 38 touchdowns, yes, 13 interceptions. I understand, and people want to give it to Aaron Rodgers, which I understand. Aaron Rodgers looks good in the regular season. I need to see this in the playoffs. Yes, Aaron Rodgers probably deserving of the MVP. They're probably still going to give it to Mahomes, whatever. But I cannot wait. Packers-Bears is the 4 o'clock game. Cowboys-Giants the 1 o'clock game. I mean, you have tremendous football all day Sunday. What a way to end everybody's weekend. You have this, and then you get ready for the playoff matchups on Monday, which I'll be here on Monday from here on out, and bring it in the... What happened over the weekend and everything else, do do do. But Green Bay, I still can't trust. You look at the other side, the Titans. They, I think they could possibly miss the playoffs too. Can I trust them? I don't know. They're gonna be playing uh, with a, for a lot. And the Texans had a good game before, and it's at seven and a half. I hate those spreads with seven and a half, eight. A lot of underdogs really covers in week seventeen. I want y'all to remember that. Lots of underdogs covers. So there's your week 17. You can eat off of week 17 um, if you do that. Now, let's go to the NFC East. Cowboys, Eagles played. I don't think the Eagles have a chance to make the playoffs. I think they're pretty much shot to making the playoffs because literally uh, them losing to the Cowboys takes them out the race. And Cowboys and Giants play. But they they hold they 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 can end the season here right for the night game. I think they'll be able to beat this this uh, Washington football team first off. But that defense is gonna be ready to play, so it, it's gonna be real tough. I think this is gonna be a very good game. Jalen Hurts really have to go out there and do his thing. But can he win this big game? No, it doesn't count because they won't be making the playoffs this year. But can he win this game? It's very possible that he can. And I'm banking on it. Now, as far as the Cowboys-Giants, the Giants just isn't a good team to me. Uh, I think the Cowboys have really taken a step up of late. I would love to see the Cowboys or the football team. The football team just don't have a quarterback. And and the Dwayne Hassan situation, like I said, they've given up on him. I'm not a fan of them giving up on this guy. But he's going to be somewhat good, I hope. Because usually Ohio State quarterbacks are not good. And Justin Fields got a chance to to change that. And I think he, I think Justin Fields is good enough to change that. I, I'm sorry. I really do. And I thought Dwayne Haskins was, you know. But, you know, we'll see. You know, this was his second year. But I don't think a quarterback in that Washington system is going to do good. I mean, seriously, Alex Smith didn't do good. And he has the same stats as uh, Dwayne Haskins. This is not understanding. But anywho, um, let's just... Let's just say the Cowboys win 
and the Eagles win. Cowboys will have the number four spot. They'll be playing Tampa Bay. Now, the Cowboys haven't seen Tampa Bay this year, I don't believe. Um, yeah, I don't believe they saw Tampa Bay this year. So this would be something new for them, uh, for both teams. Uh, can I trust Andy Dalton? He's been in the playoffs before. I don't remember off the top of my head if he has won any playoff games, which I probably will have doubt that he has. But I'm going to look this up here because he's been in the playoffs no, he's not won a playoff game. He is 0-4, and, and he is, has one touchdown, six interceptions, and all four games. He's made four straight uh, playoffs. And he got blown out by the Texans. They lost to the Texans again, but it wasn't a blowout. And then after that, lost to my Chargers. Yes, I do remember that. And the Colts after that. So four straight years, he has not looked good. So... It doesn't matter who wins it. Tom Brady's going to destroy them anyway. Um, so, that's that. And if Tampa Bay was to at least win one of the games against the Saints, then this would be interesting for Tampa Bay. But it is Tom Brady. Tom Brady being a wild card, it's kind of weird, but he can at least go through the NFC East, whoever wins it. Even the Giants have a chance to winning it, and they're bad, though. People are gonna people are gonna feel like oh the Giants can win this playoff game no they're they they wouldn't they're not good I would hate for the Cowboys to really lose that game and the Giants are in if you know Philly does their job on Sunday night so much in the NFC East is so bad all right like I said the Seahawks Seahawks and Rams play now I know I talked about the Rams they're gonna be missing their quarterback um. Jared Goff, he just had some dump surgery. And that was my quarterback for fantasy for week 17, so I had to change that and hope that I come back and win because uh, I've yet again lost the round one matchup. And now I need to win round two and really do good. But this is going to be real tough. But anyway, the Seahawks defense has come alive. They've looked very good. I've said it. Their, their defense is bad, but now their defense is coming alive. I like it. I like it a lot. So, I am here to tell you the Seahawks could be that team that goes to the Super Bowl. They probably have to go through Tampa Bay. Uh, but when you look at it, it depends on who they play. Because they could get the Rams again, maybe. We'll see. Um, Arizona, I don't think they're going to win because Kyler Murray is a little in question. And that injury is happening, but you look at the injuries, things could happen uh, for the top season in the NFC as far as, like, the top three because of injuries. Now, you're just got to avoid Tom Brady and, and pretty much the Bears. The Bears are in if Arizona loses. So, I think, the, like I said, the Bears play early. They they had, No, they play late, 425. I think both teams play late. They play at 425. So the 425 window is going to be one of the hypest days. Like, I mean, pretty much the whole day of Sunday will be hype. Like, I'm talking like, actually, I'm so excited because of power coming on. The season finale of power. And then you go to sleep. And then you wake up. And then you, you got church. You got communion. After that, you got a couple of hours to chill. And you got football. I think this is going to be one of those days where 
I think I'm going to get a pizza, get some wings. I don't know from where. But it's one of those days I'm not leaving the house. I mean, I never leave the house on Sunday anyway because I want to watch football. I haven't left the house on a football Sunday all year. So when that happens, then you got football. You got three games Saturday, three games Sunday because you got the wild cards. You got the extra spot in the wild card. Yeah, I'm so excited. I can't wait. It's going to be great. But anyway, I'm sorry. I got too excited. Because week 17, when it's a lot of playoff implications, it means a lot. That extra wild card, that made it even more interesting. It made me love love it more. But the AFC is so deep. It's going to be in a, a, a 10 and 6 team, 11 and 5 team maybe. That's not going to make it. And that's going to suck. Well, it'll be different because uh, the Browns, uh, Browns do play the Steelers. So if Browns lose, they'd be 10 and 6. Colts, I don't know. It's, it's most likely 10 and 16 won't make it. Unless, uh, every, if everybody wins, like in, including the Colts, because they play the Jags, Titans got Texans, Dolphins got Bills, Browns have the Steelers. So if those two teams was to win, I mean, the Colts could still not make it and they would be 11 and 5. So this is possible. You know, that that could happen. Very possible. But the AFC is so deep in everything. So, I want to talk about the Steelers. Because I've happened to watch that. I was paying attention to that game mostly on Sunday. Because, first off, I picked the Steelers to win on my bad card. Minus one. I had a minus one. Because it changed. To the Colts being a favorite. Now, I put this bet in maybe an hour and a half before game time. And I said, look, they're the favorite for a reason. But they were losing so badly at first. Now, this was a very good win. But hearing the report that Ben Roethlisberger changed the play was mind-boggling to me. Like, he was calling the plays. I don't want to say change, but he was calling plays, doing his thing, and... Just boom. The offense clicked. He throwing the ball downfield like I haven't seen all year. Like he made some throws that I knew he can make, but he wasn't making them. He had to do this. The, the, the offense they've been running wasn't going to work. I don't know if Ben Roethlisberger listened to my show, but geez. He changed the play. I said, this play is calling. It's not going to work. It's not. If this is going to be the play call for the Steelers, that's the team I think is going to make the Super Bowl. A defense like that, people are still not believing in that defense. But, see, that's because you're not watching the games. If you watch Steelers in the Coast game, they shut down that offense. That high-powered offense, they shut them down in that second half. They made Phillip Rivers uncomfortable. That's another guy I don't trust. Me being a, a Chargers fan, me knowing him all the years, where it seems like he should win, he hasn't won for us. So, anywho, this Steelers team, I still can trust them. And I have a guy, one of, a good friend of mine from high school, You know, he said, look, I don't trust Ben Roethlisberger. That's the reason why I can't pick the Steelers. And you know what? He has looked bad, but what he showed me on Sunday, I'm okay with it. If he does that, if he can do that against the Browns, if they blow out the Browns, I want people to respect the Steelers 
and, and say that they have a chance because I feel like I'm the only one that's saying this and I've been saying it all year. Because you look at the Chiefs, they're 14-1, and one, but it's not a good 14-1. and one. Like, they've been in a lot of close situations and they're just lucky enough that Young Hoku, Young Way Koo, whatever his name is, um, they, they, they better be lucky that he missed that field goal. This could have been a, a game where that they lost, but this is what I mean. Like the Falcons are, are one of the fastest defenses in the league, and they've played tremendous defense ever since that Raheem Morris. You know they've been playing defense, but pre Raheem Morris they haven't, and that was the issue. The Falcons for two years in a row has failed. I think they need a new quarterback, by the way, just to change things up. You know Matt Ryan's time is done. You had your chance to make the Super Bowl, whatever. But they they have a pretty decent team. It's always next year is always the the year where you're like, okay, let's see what happens. Is this team gonna repeat? Do this? But you know what happens when you make the Super Bowl and lose it? You don't make it again. You you may win it. You're gonna make the playoffs nine times out of ten. But anyway, the Chiefs has been vulnerable for a while. I've been telling you guys, remember the, the episode I had the flaws? Every team has a flaw. This team's flaw is red zone offense. I told you guys this. They've been in the red zone against the Falcons a few times, and they have failed to score touchdowns. Or they throw an intercept, or Patrick Mahomes throws an interception. Yes, Patrick Mahomes is amazing, but he's not invincible. He's not. It, and he's exciting to watch. He makes throws I haven't seen. But I think this is what's going to be the downfall here. They don't have a run game either now that their their guys are hurt. And that's another reason why they did draft running backs. The only reason why they signed Le'Veon Bell. But Le'Veon Bell, he probably can't do another snap this year. I don't know if Cloud Edwards Hilaire is going to be able to have a snap. Let's see. This is going to be the moment for whatever running back they put in against my Chargers. Because this, that's a game I kind of don't want to watch because there's no Mahomes, no Tyreek Hill, no Kelsey. They're, these guys are going to be taking a break, uh, going to have some rest. So, you know, I can't really judge them off of Week 17. If they lose, they're still going to have that bye. And they're, they're going to be tough to beat on the bye. That's why I'm like, okay, say if Browns do beat the Steelers, say where all this happens, Dolphins win, Ravens win, Browns win. Say if the Browns beat the Bills. That's going to be tough for the Browns to go ahead and beat the Chiefs. But that defense, defense of the Browns are going to be ready to go. Whoever wins, that defense is going to be ready to go. Either Dolphins, Ravens, Browns, whatever. Colts, Kansas City is not going to have an easy test. I think the easiest would be the Titans because their pass off pass defense is terrible. And that could be a shootout. I would pick the over in that one, by the way. But if they're going against any of those other teams, this could be a disaster. Like... It really could because I honestly don't think every team that's in the bottom of that wild card is going to lose. I don't. I mean, I have to see the matchup, but we will see. And they're going to have to play the lowest seed. And that's where I would have a concern unless it's the Titans. Let's Titans somehow find a way to win. That's the only way. That's it. So that's why I really like the Steelers. The Chiefs are not in the best position position right now. And it's just me watching games. 
You know, I'm not going to, you know, be like, you know, I know I said it after they won the Super Bowl. I've, I've said, oh, they're going to repeat. And I was believing that. But, you know, I ended up looking at the Steelers and I said, hmm, the Steelers team could be something special. And I've been on the Steelers bandwagon probably since episode one of this show, honestly. Um, but, you know, you know, go back and look. Go back and listen. But I've been on the Steelers bandwagon for a while. And, and, and then you, you look at the NFC. Don't trust Green Bay. New Orleans, it seems like they should win. But with Michael Thomas out, they're not going to win. Sorry. And the Seahawks defense is starting to find some mojo here. They are. So if anybody was to go to Green Bay and win, why not Seattle? Think about that. Now, I know I've been on the Rams bandwagon. They, they're one of the best pass defenses in the league. Thing is, their offense can't get going. I mean, I don't really like their running backs. But they play good enough, but I don't like the running backs. It's not Todd Gurley-esque. But, you know, they need better quarterback play, of course. Jared Goff, he is shown that he's not ready. But I know in the playoffs, Jared Goff does his thing. In the playoffs, Jared Goff be ready to go. I don't understand what happens from regular season playoffs. He's good to go. So, unfortunately, I don't think they're going to have him. So, that's going to be a loss. But let's look at the Bears for a minute. I've had Mitch Trubisky um, little talks. And I can't really, you know, say that he is bad. Like, he does make bad throws. He does fumble a lot. That's the issue. Um, I think the Bears is one of those scary teams nobody's talking about. Because first off, the Bears do have a defense, and that's offense is clicking. Like it's like, yeah, we talked about the Bears. They want to go with Nick Foles, and Nick Foles is isn't doing good. But how about Mr. Trubisky? I mean, seriously, like I have to, I have to really acknowledge what he's been able to do. Now, granted. He hasn't played nobody these last three games. Texans, Vikings, Jags. Now, Vikings, I would say, is a big win because they were in. that was a playoff game, playoff hunt game there. But if they go and beat Green Bay, I think people are going to start to look at the Bears as that team like, okay, they could face the Seahawks, even though I think they would lose, but could they beat the Saints? Because the Saints is so vulnerable to me. You look at the Seahawks, they're not vulnerable outside of, you know, maybe Russell Wilson being possibly bad. But I think if Seahawks and Bears was to play, that would be a huge game. But what happens if Green Bay loses? Seattle wins. Maybe the Saints win. Who knows? And the Saints got the got the Panthers. I'm sorry, they'll say Falcons. Tampa Bay is Falcons. Um, the Saints got the Panthers. I feel like the Saints should win. Where they could get that bye week. I don't know the, excuse me, the significance of the Michael Thomas injury. Like, how long will he be out? I know he's on IR. I don't know if he's out for the year or whatever. But things is going to, you're going to hear a different note from me on Monday because I see matchups. I want to see matchups. And that's something my boy always tells me, too. He says, you got to look at matchups. It's all about matchups. That, that's, how, that's how these upsets happen. It's all about matchups. And they're game planning. And he's right. It is about matchups. It is about game planning. 
You know, you, you and on top of that, you look at what happens, you know, prior up to this all year. You see how they've done against this and that and duper duper deep. And that's how we go from there. This is going to be somewhat of an exciting, not somewhat, this is going to be exciting. Very much exciting week 17 in the NFL. The picks are coming up later. We can also ask, who do you trust in the NBA? Because we uh, have looked and seen what has happened in one week, and a lot of people have overreacted. Now, the biggest news is the Nets. The Nets are now 2-2, two and two, and I said the injuries will be a problem. You know, I, I, everybody's on the Nets bandwagon. Everybody's just, oh, I want the, the Nets. It's just, oh, it's too easy. And the thing about the Nets is Spencer Dinwiddie's already out for a season. That's not good. You've lost one of your guys that comes off the bench. Now, granted, they played well yesterday without Katie and Kyrie. And they probably win that game if they had one of them, maybe. But John Morant getting hurt was also huge for Memphis. But Memphis still pulled it off. You need John Morant. So I don't know his his injury significance. Um, I do know that they play Boston tomorrow. Uh, so um, tomorrow's going to be an interesting day too in this NBA here. Because you see the Nets, they're 2-2. Two and two. They still have a very good differential because they did beat the two teams that they, you know, really want to show us they can beat. Well, really, Golden State, you don't really want to count that. This could be a long year for them. But the game against Boston, that was huge. You you blew them out like that. I didn't see that coming. I actually thought the Celtics could cover. I know it was three. You know, Vegas thought that would be a close game. And granted, they should they, that should have been a close game. Uh, but right now the Celtics aren't playing the hottest of basketball. Now that game was pretty much the big count of it. Uh, if you took that game away, then we don't talk about Boston not playing good basketball. That's why we don't overreact. Um, and, and the same with the Bucks; they're one and two, but we shouldn't overreact. They 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 had a bad loss to the Knicks. The Knicks were were you don't win a game. You a team the opposing team hit sixteen threes. Seriously, the the Knicks were just going crazy. I mean, that was a very weird Sunday, by the way, of basketball. Like. It seemed like every underdog has won, but underdogs have been able to cover their spreads to start the season this year, which is a very weird to a point. Now, and I know you look at it as no fans. It's still weird, but you're playing at your home arena, but there's really not too many fans. You don't see fans anywhere in a lot of spots, so that's one thing. Um, but I, I, I can't. I can't really talk about the Nets, you know. They did lose to the Hornets. That was a bad loss. You know, I know we talk about, you know, teams really preparing for the big-time games. But you're going to really need to be dominant. Like, you look at the Lakers, they have been dominant. And I know they've lost to the Blazers, a team that I really do suggest to be one of the top teams in the West this year. And a lot of people are not giving them credit. You know, not you know, not respecting them or anything. Um, the Blazers got two big wins. You know, they they did uh, they lose to Utah, but they beat the Rockets, they beat the Lakers. Now the Wednesday game for the Blazers is important because they got the Clippers. If they can beat the Clippers and go three and one, they have a chance to really get off to a very very hot start if they just play the way they're supposed to play. Now against the Lakers, they somehow won the game. 
and Derrick Jones and Robert Covington was 0 for 11 from downtown. I don't know how in the world they beat my Lakers, but, you know, I do think the Blazers is a team that can make a Western Conference final. I'm not saying they're going to make an NBA final, but they got to take that next step. They have a very good team. They have to stay healthy, of course. But granted, they're going to have to beat either the Lakers or the Clippers, and I think they'll beat the Lakers. Uh, now, if I'm going to say they're going to make the West Conference Finals and play the Clippers uh, in the second round, then I'm all the way wrong. I'm wrong in some point because I picked the Clippers to win it all. But if Portland was to play the Clippers and win and go to the Western Conference Finals, then I'm right about that. So either way, I'm going to somehow be right. But I would rather be right about the Clippers winning it all. Now, the Clippers, they lost by 50 points. That's why I said let's not overreact. No Kawhi Leonard. It seemed like the, the schedule was so weird. They have to rebound tonight against uh, Minnesota. They're 10-point favorites. I, I, I have to see if Kawhi is playing um, because you, I, have, I have it on all of my phone. I always get all of the injuries and updates and stuff before they, before they put it out on Bleach Report and all of that because I, I see it. I see it already. They tell me, doo-doo, and there we go. Um, when you look at the East, <laughs> should we overreact on Cleveland being 3-0? and um, They did get a good win uh, last night against Philly. Uh, well, uh, Sunday night. They do play the Knicks. This is a, a big game here. You want to do this. If you're Cleveland, you want to win this game. You want to beat the teams you're supposed to beat. Now, Philly, they wasn't supposed to beat them, but they beat them. You know, they, they play they play very well against Philly. You know, I, I don't want to overreact to it because it wasn't no Embiid. His back was hurting. So that that was one, one thing there. You know, you got to know your injuries. You can't overreact to injuries. Cleveland handled their business knowing that it was no um, Joel Embiid. They, they, they handled their business. So, you know, Orlando, they've played good basketball. They're, they have OKC uh, tonight. Um I like what I see from them. They've they gotten the upset win over Miami. I've said it. I always say it. They always they play Miami like every opening day, and they always either a close game. And that's why I said that's the that's the better night because they they always play close on opening day and they always lose your money because you bet against them thinking like oh it's Orlando, but Orlando actually is playing good basketball. Um, you, you don't have that one team that that stands out on the defensive side. Maybe outside of Indy, maybe outside of Philly. You know, but Indiana, they they've played good as well, and they have they have the 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 back to back home game against the Celtics. They played on Sunday. That was a good game. And the Pacers, you know, I've I've had my mixed emotions about them. I still will have my mixed emotions. They're gonna be a playoff team, but you know, how good would they be? The Hawks, they're three and zero. This is my type of playoff team, but they didn't really play nobody yet. They play Brooklyn on Wednesday and Friday. So we're going to see how real they are. They've got to at least split it. they got to split it. If they sweep them, then maybe we're looking at the Hawks to be for real. But the Hawks is a very deep team to me anyway. But they've handled their business against teams they're supposed to beat. That's what I like to see. I'm just breaking down the East teams I got right here in the top. You know, um, you know the Heat, they only played two games. We're going to see how they do against the Bucks tonight. Bucks being five and a half point favorites. This is gonna be a big game. It's a huge game for both teams, especially the Bucks. You don't want to start winning three, especially if you're a team that I look at to be a uh, a playoff team, and you know you went out and lost to the Knicks. 
I mean, I'm not understanding. How did you lose to the Knicks? I mean, I know that they hit all these threes, but you're supposed to be playing defense. You got to guard that. Guard the perimeter because you did not. You got to make sure you guard the perimeter. If you can't guard the perimeter, it's going to be a long year for the Bucks. But if you're Miami, you haven't played since Christmas Day. You had a nice long break. You got to get your legs back, do this. The, the Heat is one of those teams. I would take them just plus five and a half tonight. Just because they they have that that chance, you know they they they're one of the teams. Them and the Lakers, they're the two teams that pretty much just play basketball. They're playing basketball when I started this, so this lets you know that they still got their legs. You know, it's gonna be a little rust, but they still they got their legs and all of that. We look in the West. The Pelicans look like a promising team. They did beat the the, uh, the Spurs, a very good game. They got the Suns. Oh, I knew the Spurs and Pelicans would be a big game, and the Spurs did cover that spread. By the way. Spurs been playing good basketball. I love what I'm seeing from them. Uh, the Phoenix Suns, they're two and one. They they got their revenge on the Kings. And now uh, they get they just gotta get ready for the Pelicans. That's gonna be another game to watch. Uh, the Kings are two and one. Let's not overreact. I think they're playing good basketball, but let's not act like they're just gonna be just go all over on people. The Kings got the Nuggets. Nuggets just came off a huge win. They got the Rockets twice. I mean, you can get off to a good start if you're Sacramento, but I don't know if we should overreact on them just yet. Uh, it's going to be another long year for Memphis. I'm happy Denver finally got a win. They needed that win. Now they got to continue with their only two-and-a-half-point favorites. Kings are getting a lot of respect by the betters because they play hard. Um, they play very hard. When, they, when they're at home, they get it. You know what happened when they played Denver at, at Denver and went to OT. In Sacramento won. It was only seven games. I mean, seven uh, point uh, spread in that one. So that, that that tells you that Vegas has some type of respect, because that's if the Kings were at home, then it probably would have been something like that. You know, something like it is tonight. But it's very close. You know, people probably be all over Denver. Who knows? I don't even know what to do. Minnesota, should we overreact? Minnesota, I thought I wanted to see how they played against. Um, the Lakers now I know was no car Anthony Towns, so that took that took a lot out of it. You know you're gonna need him, but Anthony Edwards is playing good basketball. He was being very aggressive. I know he was six or twenty one, but he was being very aggressive. He's been aggressive since season has started. This could be a rookie of the year. Excuse me, he's been playing good basketball, but just being aggressive. He tried to be very aggressive because he know Cat wasn't there. He knows he's got to take second fiddle. I know D'Angelo De, uh, Russell's there, but I'm just saying. He has to take second fiddle. The question, what's going on with Steph Curry? Um, well, Steph Curry, he, he he's trying to get his shot. He's trying to do what he can. He did, he did have 36 against the Bulls. We're going to see what he does. He's here in Detroit right now. Steph, where you at? Let's meet up, man. Uh, he, he's here in Detroit. Go see what happens. For Golden State, you know, they they had the tough break. And, and now they, they get Detroit. Then they got to go back home and get ready for this big old home stretch. They got a, a nice home stretch going to New Year's Day. Um, they got Portland twice. That's a huge game. They got Kings, Clippers twice. Got Raptors, Pacers before they go on the road. But if they, if they can win these games here, then they're backing things. And they're, they're going to need uh, Dream Eyes. So let's see if these guys are going to play. So it's just my, my weekly outlook on this team, on, on the NBA. 
And uh, we'll go from there every every Monday. We'll be talking about what's going on in the NBA uh, because a lot of people overreact. And we can't be like that. We can't overreact after one game, after two games, after three games. But we got it. We do. We can react on how teams have been playing. I've been enjoying NBA so far. I have League Pass equipped with my YouTube TV, so all the games that comes over reminds us right here. Boom, boom, boom. We got this game, that game. Do 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 do. Switch back and forth. Switch back and forth. And I made sure I watched Pelicans and the Spurs. It was just fun, field action. The picks are in, you guys. Week 17 NFL picks. I'm going to start with the 1 o'clock games. Dallas Giants. Dallas, two-and-a-half point favorites against the Giants. I'm I'm automatically going to pick the Cowboys. I don't think the Giants are good enough. Um, I think Dallas will win this game heavily. And I don't know why Vegas thinks it's going to be a close game. Maybe because Giants got all to play for. Maybe Andy Dalton's going to be terrible. I don't know. But I think this this Cowboys team is getting hot at the right time. Pittsburgh and Cleveland. Cleveland are seven-point favorites. Now, I don't know if Pittsburgh not playing anybody. And it's no way they are. Uh, Cleveland's going to have a lot to play for. I don't know if Cleveland covers that spread. I think Cleveland will win this game if 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 nobody's playing for Pittsburgh. Because Pittsburgh's pretty much already in the playoffs. And they know they won't be, you know, they, they've already won a division. They already know they won't be uh, really playing for anything, maybe seeding. But honestly, they probably don't care that as long as they get to make it to Kansas City to play them. Just give me Cleveland seven points. It's one touchdown. Uh, the Jets and the Patriots. Patriots are three and a half point favorites. I'm taking the Jets. The Jets have looked amazing the last two games. I'm all in on the Jets. You need an underdog to win. This is the one I want. New England, ugh, don't know about this team. Vikings, Lions, six and a half. Minnesota's the favorite. I think they've covered a spread. Six and a half is just right to me. And, um, yeah, give me Minnesota. Atlanta and Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay six and a half point favorites. I'm going to take Atlanta here because there's always something about the teams that don't really need to win, and then Tampa Bay don't really need to win uh, because they're going to have they got the number five seed locked up anyway, so they're just chilling. So, you know, Atlanta, give me that. Baltimore and Cincy. Baltimore is eleven and a half point favorites. Now that might be big, but Baltimore has been able to cover the big spreads. Uh, Baltimore, they got a lot to fight for. Give me Baltimore. It's going to be real tight, though. So if you were to ask me about over-unders, I'm taking the under because I don't think Cincy's going to be able to score. Um, and Baltimore is going to be playing so hard. They're going to be able to run the ball. Miami and Buffalo. Buffalo, two-and-a-half-point favorites. This is tough here. You know, Buffalo, they're going to be playing to try to get uh, to keep that number two seed. Miami's playing for a playoff spot. Fitzpatrick's starting at quarterback, which he's probably not. I'm taking Miami because I don't know. I think they might have got it wrong with Tua. But that's a whole different discussion for a different day. Now the 4 o'clock games are the big-time day of games. Jacksonville and Indy. Indy's 14-point favorites. They should cover that. But you know what? I like the over. 50 right now is the over. I love it. I'm taking it. Excuse me, Green Bay, Chicago, 
Five and a half point favorites for Green Bay. I hate five and a half. You usually always take the underdog when it's that spread. So that's why I'm taking Chicago. But I did say I like the over. I don't care what it is. It is at 50 and a half right now. I think this game could be over, but who knows? Maybe this is defensive showdown. That's why I like Chicago, plus five and a half. They got a lot to play for. They're hot right now. Vegas believes it, too, because if Green Bay is the number one team, why are they five and a half point favorites? They believe something in the Bears. Give me the Bears. Tennessee and Houston, Tennessee, seven and a half point favorites. Tennessee's going to win this game. Seven and a half, I hate that number. Because pretty much Tennessee has to win by more than a touchdown. And it's just Deshaun Watson. It's Deshaun Watson. Give me Texans seven and a half. Because I took Cincy seven and a half. They ended up winning the game. New Orleans and Carolina. Six and a half is the spread. 48 is the under. It's going to be real tight. I think Carolina is going to make this a game. Saints should win. But I'm going to be looking for this line movement throughout the week. And I, I wish you guys do that too. But I am going to roll with Carolina. I like the way they played against Washington. This game could go under, too, by the way. I do like that. Um, But uh, let's see. Chargers, Kansas City. Chargers are going to be the favorites, the three-and-a-half-point favorites, because Kansas City's playing nobody. I can see the Chargers winning, especially to give the Chiefs a loss. So give me the Chargers. Seattle, San Fran. Four and a half is the spread. The divisional game. When every time they play each other, uh, that that's that's what I'm looking forward to. So San Fran, I, I kinda wanna lean towards the four and a half. Uh, because it's gonna be up around that four and a half, five, five and a half type point spread. That's why I'm gonna take San Fran. Um, but if you were to ask me, I'm taking it under forty six and a half. It's right there. Vegas. Denver, two and a half. Vegas are the favorites. Give me Vegas. Vegas wins this game. You know, they don't have nothing to play for, but I think they're good enough to at least win this game. Going to the season, going to the end of the season with a win. And, and you're going to be ready for next year because this team's going to get better, get better and better every year. Arizona and the Rams. Rams, five point favorites. Don't know if Kyler Murray is going to play. Over, under. 39 and a half. That tells me that Kyler Murray is not even close to playing. But I don't know. We'll see. But I do like the Rams. I think they have a lot to fight for. I mean, both teams do. But with no Kyler Murray, I'm not picking Arizona. Not happening. And the night game, Washington football team, Eagles. Why do I feel like Washington football team can win? Philly is still a bad team. But I love Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts does some things that Carson can't do. But that team is bad. I'm sorry. I like Carson Wentz anyway, but, you know, he can't do what Jalen Hurts does as far as his legs. I think Carson Wentz is a quarterback in this league, and he's going to have a job next year. Somewhere, I don't know where. Those are the picks. Boom. Okay, so as we reach the show's end, I I had to – I was listening in here, undisputed, talking about uh, Lakers and uh, bench getting outscored, and, you know, that's very true. And – I just want to say with the Lakers, I didn't pick my team because because of that. Kuzma isn't consistent enough, and Skip said it. You know, he, he's just not. The inconsistencies is, is right there. Wesley Matthews, Wesley Matthews ain't getting all the shots. Like, okay, LeBron's going to get his. LeBron's LeBron. LeBron is great, and, and trust me. You know, Dennis Schroeder's doing a good job, but it's like, 
Marcus isn't the same Marcus now. He can play some defense. I would I would give him that. He's a very good defender. But what you gonna do with AD? AD is only averaging twenty right now, twenty and eight. That's not the numbers AD needs. And when you got Dennis Schroeder, a guy who likes to shoot the ball, you know, it, it takes a lot from AD's offense. You know, twenty and ten, that's a lot. You know, LeBron, he's at twenty three, uh, six and a half and seven and a half right now. Lakers got the Spurs the next two games. They're finally going on the road. They've played four home games. They're going on the road. They're playing the Spurs. Spurs been playing excellent basketball, even in their loss to the Pelicans. You know, they're playing very good basketball. And I want people to recognize and look at the Spurs team, too, because a lot of people are going to be looking at the Lakers. So I want people to really look at this. Everybody's Lakers, Nets, easy, boom, boom. That's why I'm never with everybody in their picks because they're going to do this. They're going to do this, and it's not always the case. That's why I like the Clippers. Um... I really do like the Clippers. I think the Clippers, if Clippers and Lakers play, I think the Clippers win. And it's it's mind-boggling to me because it's like, why can't my Lakers beat the Clippers? Like, trust me, I want my Lakers to win. And and that's what I want people to understand. Like, just because I'm a fanboy, I'm not going to just pick my favorite team because I'm not going to pick the Yankees every year. I'm going to hope that they can win it. And they haven't won it since 09 if I'm, memory serves me correct and they should have maybe won a couple of more but right now in, in baseball the national league is taking over because the dodgers are still the dodgers and the padres just got so much better they got three great guys in the rotation but i don't know if that's going to work dodgers had that and that didn't work granted the dodgers were choke artists you darvish let, let me talk about the padres right quick i know i was just talking about the lakers but i really want to talk about the padres yeah they got you darvish but what will you darvish do because it just, it just seems like every year he gets worse. Like, I watch him, and it's like, you, Darvish, what are you doing? You're, you're, everybody's hitting you. What are you doing? Now, nah, they got Blake Snell. Blake Snell, that's a huge addition. What, are Tampa, what is Tampa Bay doing? I, I mean, you make a real series, and you do this. You make this move for you to do what? Because now you're really not going to make it, and now you're really not going to win the... Um, win the AO uh, East. That's just not going to happen. You know, I mean, we will see. When I get my baseball uh, a little thing going on, say about March, I usually try to do it before the, the season starts. So when I, when I get to my predict, pre, uh, predictions on baseball, you will hear it. I will be ready for it. But anywho, the Padres is a team to look out for. I still love their lineup. You know, I always find out who was on who because it'd be too much going on. Not saying that I do with hockey. I've seen all these acquisitions, these trades and stuff, so I got to see who's the best team. I'll give you a little preview of that because I know the season, I believe, starts on the 16th, so you got about a couple of weeks, and I'll give you just a little slight preview at the end of the show on hockey for you hockey fans out there. Uh, just a little slight preview because I, I'm going to be paying attention to hockey this year, big time, big time. I want to know every player in hockey. That's my goal. Because I'm not, I will watch hockey. Like, I will watch the playoffs. Um, I always pick Tampa Bay, even though Pittsburgh is my favorite team. Let's get back to the point in the matter at hand. Pittsburgh Penguins is my favorite team. I'm not going to pick them every year. I'm finally, I'm happy Tampa Bay finally won a game, won a a Stanley Cup. And in NFL, you guys know I love the Chargers. You know, hey, they're going to go 7-9, whatever. 
that because they'll probably beat the Chiefs. Hey, whatever. It's okay. Because I know that we are a couple of pieces away from at least making the playoffs, and we'll go from there. We got a quarterback for the next 10 years at least. I love him. I didn't like him in college. I said, oh, no, we got Justin Herbert. Showed up first game. I said, okay, do it again for me. Done it again. Do it again for me. He did it again. And that's just that. So, um, yeah. This week in sports, uh, I just I just want to say that it, this is a big week um, because I am an Ohio State fan as well. Um, Ohio State, I, I've picked them and they've let me down. Now, I think Bama is the best team in college. I'm going to hope we go against Bama in the national championship, but let's just go from for day to day right now. Just the sports going on. You got the cheese at bowl. Oklahoma State, Miami, Florida. That should be a good game. Uh, that spread is just changing, changing, changing. It makes me want to take Miami, Florida. Colorado and Texas, that thing, that stayed at eight for a while. So, <laughs> excuse me, I'm just trying to figure out what I should be betting here today. I'm going to try to do something here um, in college basketball. Iowa plays Northwestern. Northwestern has gotten some big wins. Iowa, should I be trusting Iowa now, like, Northwestern, you can be the best team in Big Ten, or if not the best, one of the best, if you can go ahead and beat Iowa too because you have beaten Ohio State, you've beaten Michigan State, and you can possibly beat Iowa. So this is a huge game. I'm going to be all in, you know, so we'll see. The over-under is 157. I don't know if Northwestern can score that many points, um, but they're going to have to. I mean, they can get to the 70. They've been doing a good job at least getting to 70 points, and that's just that's just Northwestern. They get 70. Now, Iowa, would they be able to slow Iowa down is another huge question. That's a real tight over there, 157. I know Iowa is big time when it comes to scoring. If you're going to beat them, you have to score. And, excuse me, that was the indication of Minnesota beating them and Gonzaga beating them. Gonzaga can score. Gonzaga might just win it all anyway. Uh, that's they just they just look good. So that's that. Um, trying to see what else is happening in the sports world. The Mayo Bowl is going to Wisconsin, Wake Forest, Florida, Oklahoma, and the Cotton Bowl tomorrow. That's going to be a big game, a fun game to watch for you uh, football fans. <laughs> Excuse me, uh, Michigan State and Ohio State got postponed in basketball, so we'll see what happens there. Um. I don't think it's any bowl game. Minnesota-Wisconsin plays on New Year's Eve. Michigan and Maryland plays. Maryland just had a huge upset win. I picked them to cover last night. They ended up winning the game. Of course, you know the big games on New Year's Day. Cincinnati and Georgia, the Peach Bowl should be fun. Auburn, Northwestern, the Citrus Bowl. But the Big Bowl, the Rose Bowl, Notre Dame, Alabama, 4 o'clock. You got Ohio State and Clemson. I can't wait to watch this game. It's a lot of games I'll be watching. This is definitely one of them. I'll be watching Portland. Uh, I've, I'm going to be watching a lot of Portland games. The Hawks and the Nets play. And then you got Saturday. You just pretty much, you got your Texas and Kansas matchup. Creighton Providence would be a good matchup. Iowa Rutgers. I can't believe Rutgers has just played good football and basketball this year. Virginia Tech, Virginia, West Virginia, Oklahoma. We're back to college basketball. A lot of games. Lots of games, like 
January 2nd, now we're getting into, there's millions of college basketball games that's going to be on. So if you need to bet, hey, this weekend is your day. You were pretty much this week, but you got the whole weekend. You got Sunday football. Let's make some good money. Let's make some money going into a Super Bowl a month from now because we know Super Bowl, that's the big time. So, of course, you know, January 4th, that's going to be Monday. That's the day that we will be on here every Monday because we have to go from there. We're going to have the playoff matchups already. They're going to be out. That's the timing I think shall be out by the time I, I I record this podcast for Monday. Um so you will get my predictions. There won't be a per se NFL picks, but you will get my predictions. I'm gonna spend a lot of time on it. But happy new year to everybody. This is going to be great because we're gonna be out of twenty twenty. And and this this is just been a year it has been a long year but it's went by so fast like it's like COVID happened shutdown happened in March we're still here still a little bit of a shutdown but then by then next year 2021 we're going to be almost there to where somewhat normal COVID will probably still be going around COVID this COVID is nothing to play with it's really not you know so you know, let's just take care of our bodies. Just be careful. Be safe. Wear your mask. Happy New Year. I will see you on the first show of 2021 on January 4th. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Express yourself. <laughs>